Greetings, good morning. Welcome to today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program with your host, Rick Rodriguez. I hope everyone is enjoying the extra hour of sleep today. Daylight savings has begun. So, again, welcome. Matthew chapter 7, Hebrews chapter 7. We're going to get into these two chapters. Before I begin, we, the world, the, the, the believers, the churches of God, we uh, and all the nations of the world and the people of the world, we all move as God's prophecies come to pass. That's one way that uh, we as believers, we have a, a way of looking at the world that unbelievers don't have. We know that in the Old Testament, through time and in the New Testament, God has revealed His plan to His servants via prophecy. God foretold in ancient times things that have not yet done, saying, I will do all my pleasure. What I have counseled will come to pass in Isaiah. We cannot stop prophecy. Prophecy will come to pass. God does have an eternal purpose. Part of that eternal purpose is he has to bring judgment upon the wicked, uh, the evil, upon evil, upon wicked children of the devil. He has to bring judgment on the principalities, powers, all the forces of darkness. There was an initial rebellion and that rebellion has brought about corruption. The whole world, the whole universe was contaminated. The whole universe is now in a state of decay. Mankind, at the time of Adam, was created perfect. Adam would have lived indefinitely, forever. But God had an eternal plan. God foreknew that the serpent would deceive Eve. But God had a rescue package in place. And that was His Son, 
who would come and as we know die for the sins of mankind and raise from the dead and give mankind for the first time ever for the first time in eternity God himself would dwell within mankind in the spirit of people of flesh and blood for the first time that was another part of plans God in the Old Testament the people knew God and they had the power of God upon them but they did not have the Holy Spirit within them so there is a great difference between having the Spirit of God on you and having the Spirit of God in you we as believers today have the Spirit of God in us and in us we have an endless life this is why I want to talk a little bit about uh, Hebrews there was a priest and I'm trying to find the verse here Christ was a priest I'll tell you what we'll go ahead and start in Matthew I had a few more notes that I wanted to present first but let's start here not Matthew Hebrews verse 1 Hebrews chapter 7 verse 1 for this Melchizedek king of Salem priest of the Most High God who met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed him we have a high priest who can identify with us he can identify with our fears our anxieties he can identify with our depression he can identify with our our uh, weaknesses whatever it is he can identify with us because he went through what we went through physically so he can identify he understands pain torture hopelessness he understands uh, hatred but on the other hand he understands the joy of the Lord he understands what he was called to do and why he was called to do it and as a high priest we are fashioned after him to a great degree because we also are a royal priesthood but we forget that we're not a common priesthood we're not just general we are not uh, an insignificant priesthood we are are much our abilities in the priesthood are far superior to that of Aaron and the Levites we are a royal priesthood fashioned after a God who is 
has an endless life. And we now experience that endless life. We are forever God's children. We have His eternal life within us. This is what gives us the advantage. So with where we are in time, we don't have to fear. With the prophecies that are being fulfilled, it's in God's plan. It's in the Word of God. We have been called to this time. God is going to finish something with mankind. There is going to be a great harvest of the wheat and of the grapes of wrath. We are here witnessing. We who are the royal priesthood, we also have another function. We are judges. We have been called to be witnesses. We have been called to observe, to watch. All the evil that's going on in the world, we're witnesses to it. All the individual people in powerful positions, high places, in, in, in uh, governments of the world, in positions of power, and people not in positions of power, but who do evil, pedophiles, Satan worshippers, uh, men stealers, or people who are uh, kidnappers. We're witness to all of this. We're witness to the corruption in our society and the corruption in the world, not by individual people only, but by governments. We're judges. And very soon, we are going to begin to proclaim judgments upon those who are causing this great distress on the nations of the world. I haven't finished with Revelation chapter 11, the two witnesses. I, I realize that people believe that these two witnesses are two individual people, very powerful people, Jewish people, most likely. I say no. It is not biblically uh, accurate. It can't be two individual people. It has to be two corporate people. Two corporate people in one body. This is why in the last two months I covered Romans chapter 9, 10, and 11. Ephesians 2, 3, 4 talking about in the body of Christ there are two people, two corporate people, Jew and Gentile. Natural, through birth, through Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and adopted from the nations according to the will of God to be co-heirs together, jointly, as a witness, as a testimony, as a body, working together like a left and a right hand, each with a different objective in a sense. The Jewish people will not receive wisdom from a Gentile. 
and many Gentiles will not receive anything from a Jew, someone who's Jewish. So God gave the example in the book of Acts. After Christ breathed into the disciples his Holy Spirit, the Jewish people went to all of the nation of Israel to preach. And later, the Apostle Paul raised up the, uh, the, the Lord raised up the Apostle Paul to begin preaching to the Gentiles, a people who were not God's people. And the people that was not God's people began to enjoy the blessings of the Commonwealth of Israel. But not what was promised to the elect of God, the Jewish people in the Old Testament, the Jewish people who will never receive Messiah. But the Gentiles who received Christ, as well as the Jewish people that would receive Christ, would enjoy all the what was promised to the commonwealth of Israel, but not in a natural sense. Not what was proclaimed as an inheritance and covenants and promises to Israel, but the covenants that were promised in the Old Testament and the New Testament to the children of God that would be born again. Jewish, Gentile. What was promised to this group would be far superior than what was promised to natural Israel. What was promised to natural Israel would be for the elect. But the promises in Messiah through rebirth to Jew and Gentile would be, again, far superior than than what was promised to the, co the covenants to Israel because we have received a covenant through blood, a blood covenant. The blood covenant is so powerful that it can wash away our sins. Our sins are forgiven. We receive a new life an eternal life. We receive a hope and have a hope far superior than to what Israel had in the Old Testament and even to this day what Israel, natural Israel has. And Paul communicated in Romans and Ephesians to the Jew and the Gentile what greater what God has given us through the power of His Holy Spirit in a much greater eternal way. We are eternally born again. Can never be taken out of the hand of God. Also, we are empowered not with natural strength, but we have the power and authority that God has given His church to bind spirits, demons, to rebuke them, 
to give them a charge and to command them to rebuke them so that people could be free. What we have received is uh, still not being not understood even even after 1900 plus years in the experience of born again believers the churches still don't know really what they have and I would say that I have to say that to the great there are, there are a couple of things the deception of the devil upon the minds of God's children the power of that deception it is a deception that cannot be overcome unless a person truly wants to know the truth unless a person comes to the realization that they are deceived and upon receiving that revelation then God can move forward with them and begin to open their eyes to what they have been deceived what the deception is and how to move out of that satanic bondage to the freedom I'll give you an example before you were born again you were deceived you were whatever direction the world was going the course of the world you were in that river you didn't have any any way to grab to onto the bank or to anything to save yourselves that river is going over a waterfall you're going to perish the deception and you didn't even know it but one day God gave you revelation that you were going to an eternity that uh, was going to be unpleasant that it was going to be an eternity of torture of fire God gave you the revelation of what was coming at the same time God gave you a revelation of who he was he was able to convey to you that he was the one they could take you out of that river and put you on the bank you were deceived but now you realize you were deceived you realize you needed help and you realized who was going to help you and now upon that revelation which came from God himself anyhow wasn't of yourself was the Holy Spirit opening the eyes of your understanding you realized you needed a Savior every man in this world needs a Savior they don't like that thought they don't want to be saved especially by Jesus Christ they don't want to be saved they'll be they want to be saved by everything but Jesus Christ anything anyone but Jesus Christ well the fact is Jesus Christ is the only one that can save a person from eternal fire. And he takes you and he puts you on the bank. And then from that point on, by and through his spirit, 
He begins to work on you. And then, what is the work that He begins to do with you? He once again begins to open your eyes to further deception in your life. All around us, with many of the ways that we think, when we get saved, it's just a beginning. God has to, step by step, day by day, reveal to you the, the things that you believe that are from the kingdom of darkness, things that you believe are from yourself, things that you believe that are um, just lies. He's the one that has to reveal these things to you. So, we need a priest, a high priest, who can save us. Hebrews chapter 7 verse 2 To whom also Abraham gave a tenth part of all first being by interpretation king of righteousness and after that also after that also king of peace king of Salem which is the king of peace now listen to this with an endless life verse 3 Without Father, God, this Melchizedek, in a type of God, in a type of Christ, without Father, without Mother, without descent, having neither beginning of days nor end of life, but made like unto the Son of God, abides a priest continually. This is very powerful. What was before God? Nothing. Who was the... Did God have parents? Did He have a father, a mother? Did He have descendants? Paul the Apostle states in Hebrews chapter 7 verse 3, no. He had no descent, no genealogy. He existed eternally. Going to John, the Gospel of John, verse 1, chapter 1, verse 1. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with, the, with God. The word, the word was God. In Him was life. Oh boy, let me think. In the beginning was the word, the word of God. In him was life, and the life was the light of man. He always was, he always existed. The best way you can describe the essence, not the nature, but the essence of what God is, the, es the very essence of God is life. God is life. Life eternal. 
life eternally in the past, life eternally, life eternal presently, life eternal in the future. He always existed. He existed as life. And this is why the creation, the world in which we live, and even the universe, he expresses one thing, his essence, life. He created all things after this essence. The creatures of the world, you know them because of their life. Vi uh, viruses, you know them because of their life. You know the plant life, biology, life. Everywhere God expresses what He is. The essence of all that He is, He expresses throughout the world. And He expresses it in the universe also. Because out there, as you leave this atmosphere and go into uh, outer space, there is something out there that is alive, something out there that has awareness, something out there that has consciousness, something out there that thinks. It's called the world of the kingdom of darkness and also God himself and his holy angels. We'll be right back. Hey, hey, yes, you. Yes, you. Be sure to listen to Fake in the Truth, where Jason and Brian will bring you social media level fakeness Monday through Thursdays at 3 p.m. right here on KHNC 1360 a.m., and 1360khnc.com. Hey man, pass the battle over and take a couple of hits off the My Kind CBD. Get your CBD by going to 1360khnc.com and click on the shopping button, man. Silly Jamaican, there's no THC in this product. It's certified THC free. Just go to the website. 1360khnc.com. Click the shop. Hello, I'm Jessica Autry with the TC Group. 970-396-2404. Your Colorado native realtor with 10 years real estate and property management experience. Whether you are looking to buy, sell, rent, or list your rental, I can help. Just call me at 970-396-2404 or email me at Jess Ellen Real Estate at gmail.com. A lot of radio stations boast about having two, three, four, five hundred thousand listeners. But what they don't tell you is the average listener only listens for four minutes. A song plays they don't like, same old boring commentary, or worse yet, as soon as the commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. We have one of the longest time spent listening in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial when the commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss what our hosts have to say next. Advertise with 1360 KHNC and have your message be heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We also have the best rates in Colorado. 970-587-5003. 5003 or 1360khnc.com. Hi, this is Brett King. Win Home Inspection Services, 970-238-8333. Taking care of all of your home inspection services. If you're 
buying, selling, or have already bought a house and need a home inspection. Your one-stop solution for all of your home inspection needs, whether you're a homeowner, a buying agent, selling agent, or a mortgage broker. Please call us. Brett King, Win Home Inspection Services, 970-238-8333. Or visit our website at johnstown.wini.com. I told you so. We here at KHNC are looking for new conspiracy theories because all the old ones have become fact. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. Oh, happy day. Yes, happy day, happy day. Now, in Revel, in, in, in sorry, Hebrews chapter seven, Paul is not talking about. He's talking indirectly about Christ. He's talking about Christ as the high priest, but he's likening Christ as the high priest to Melchizedek. The Jewish people at that time were having a hard time reconciling who this Messiah that died on the cross, who he was. They, were, they couldn't quite grasp, is he the Messiah? So using their, the, the Jewish people, using what they had learned when they were young, all through their uh, time of uh, childhood to the present, he, has to, he can't come right out and he's not trying to just directly say, this Jesus Christ is this Melchizedek. This Jesus Christ is this Messiah. This Jesus Christ is the mighty God, the eternal Father. This Jesus Christ is the uh, Counselor. Yes, the Kingdom of Heaven is upon His shoulders. The Hebrews wouldn't receive Paul because he had converted to Christianity. But he still had to reach them. This is why he wrote the book of Hebrews without an author. He did write it for centuries. They, people that study the book of Hebrews couldn't figure out who wrote this book. Some thought it was Apollos. Some thought it was some of the other uh, known uh, men at that time that were in the church. But no. No one understood the law like Paul. No one could have written this book other than the Apostle Paul. That's just in the sense coming from the perspective of understanding of the, the priesthood and the law. But now you couple that with the experience of being regenerated, being born again, that adds the other dimension that is vital to the understanding that Paul is presenting to the Hebrew people. He didn't write this to, in a sense to the Gentile people. He had to communicate. He wrote Corinthians and Romans, uh, Colossians, Ephesians. These were to the Gentile churches. But this book was to the Jewish people who were having a hard time breaking away from 
the religion that they grew up under. And this is why Paul would later on use a, a thought that you have to go outside the camp. Go outside the camp. There's a camp in your thinking, and they're thinking that they needed to get out of. Go outside that camp because Christ is no longer in that camp of Judaism. He is outside now. He can, Judaism was used in time past. God used it as an instruction, a way to instruct the children of Israel. But it had fulfilled its purpose. It could no longer, it would only now work against the plan of God for the Jewish people to continue in that thinking. And presently, the nation of Israel with the new Sanhedrin, with all the Orthodox Jews, they're still in that camp. And they always will be. Many of them. A few of them are going to meet Messiah. They're going to meet Christ. But most are not. God will still protect them. God will still keep them. But as with the body of Christ, so with the Jewish people, God is righteous. God is a God of justice. There has to be punishment on evil. The Jewish people will be punished for their evil. The Christian people within the church are not going to escape punishment in this world and in the world to come, not eternally, are, going, are not going to escape punishment. And the nations are not going to escape the punishment of God. God is righteous. The scepter of his kingdom is a scepter of righteousness. Now, coming back to verse, chapter 7, verse 3, now we'll go to verse 4. So Paul is talking about this priesthood, or this, this high priest, this Melchizedek. Consider how great this man was, unto whom even the patriarch Abraham gave a tenth of the spoils. Yes, there was a Melchizedek back then. And yes, Abraham did give a tenth of the spoils after a battle. And verily, verse 5, those who are of the sons of Levi, who receive the office of the priesthood, have a commandment to take tithes from the people according to the law. That is, from their brethren, though they come out of the loins of Abraham. But Melchizedek, whose descent is not counted from them, he didn't come from them. He received tithes from Abraham and blessed him that had the promises. Verse 7, And beyond all contradiction, the lesser is blessed by the greater. Verse 8, And here men who die receive tithes, but there he, re but there he receives them of whom it is witnessed that he liveth. And as many, and as I may say, and as I may say, Levi also, who received tithes, paid tithes to Abraham. Verse 10. For he is yet in the loins of his father when Melchizedek met Abraham.
If therefore perfection were through the Levitical priesthood, for under it the people received the law, what further need was there that another priest should rise according to the order of Melchizedek and not be called according to the order of Aaron? So in other words, he's saying, there is another one coming, and he should rise according to the order of Melchizedek. So Paul is now breaking it to them. There is another But he's not called according to the order of Aaron. Completely different order. The priesthood being changed, and he states it here, the priesthood was changed. The priesthood being changed, there is made of necessity a change also of the law. So there is a change from what used to be to what is. For he of whom these things are spoken pertaineth to another tribe of which no man gave attendance at the altar. Another tribe, well, he wasn't from the tribe of Levi. This other came from the tribe of Judah. Verse 14, For it is evidence that our Lord sprang out of Judah, of which tribe Moses spoke nothing concerning the priesthood. Did not come out of the tribe of... See, and the, and the Jewish people were thinking, well, as a priest, he's got to come out of the tribe of Levi. But no. He comes out of Judah, a lawgiver. Verse 15. And yet, and this is yet far more evident when there arise, arise, arises another priest according to the similitude, the similarity of Melchizedek. So now he is talking about someone else after the similitude of Melchizedek, but still different who is made not according to the law of a carnal or fleshly mind or commandment, but according to the power of an endless life. Christ came with the power of an endless life. When he died, there's this talk, this nonsense about he was born again down in Hades. That's where Christ was born again. This is absolute sheer heresy, nonsense. It is ignorance of the laws, the Bible, ignorance of the scripture, theology, doctrine. This is stupidity that he's born again after he dies. No. He was born with an endless life. When he was born, on the day of his birth, he was born with an endless life. He was never reborn. He didn't need to be. He was God from eternity to eternity. There was no change. Again, the essence of God is life. The essence of 
God Almighty is eternal life. You cannot kill it. Christ was born with this eternal life in him. And it went to the grave, and through the power of that life, he was raised. He didn't have to be born again in the grave. This is what I say. When we are born again, one of the things that God has to do with us, He has to transform us. He has to renew our mind. Our minds are fallen. Our minds are not spiritual. Our minds, we think in the natural plane, in the in the the plane of the flesh, of philosophy, of of the thoughts of a culture. So God has to work to renew our brain, to renew our mind. This is why doctrine is so important. Theology, why it is important. Eschatology and biblical history. The history that is in the scripture. These four things are vital for a healthy Christian thought. Okay. An endless life, verse 16, who is made not according to the law of a carnal commandment, but according to the power of an endless life. For he testifies, you are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. Now, Paul breaks it apart. There is a you after the order of Melchizedek. So Paul is now told him, basically, someone is a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. After that order. But it doesn't come through the Levites, the Levitical priesthood, and it's not even coming, it's after the order of Melchizedek. So now he has them pointing He's pointing directly to Christ. For there is verily an annulling of the former commandment because of the weakness and unprofitableness thereof. Now he's telling them, the law, what we received through Moses, is been, has been annulled because of its weakness. And it's unprofitable. There's something more powerful for the law made nothing perfect but the bringing in of a better hope did I don't care for the law I care for a better hope yes we live upright we are righteous we are to be holy but with the Jewish people everything in their culture is based upon a law that has been annulled. What we have is a better hope. Bringing in of a better hope by which we draw nigh unto God. Better hope by which we draw nigh unto God. And the hope isn't a law. It is a person. We draw nigh 
to God through this person. As we draw nigh to this person, we draw nigh to God because you cannot come to the Father unless you come through the Son. And in verse 20, And inasmuch as it was not without an oath that he was made a priest. For those priests were made without an oath, but he with an oath by him who said unto him, The Lord swore and will not repent. You are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. This is what the father stated of his son. You are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek, which was a higher priesthood. There is the priesthood on earth. There is the priesthood in heaven. This is the priesthood of heaven, not of earth. God gave commandments to man on earth. Christ came to explain the Melchizedek, Melchizedek priesthood, which was they were to look at a higher priesthood separate from the priesthood they received at Sinai. But here Paul is saying it is a An oath by him who said unto him, The Lord swore and will not repent. You are a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. By so much more was Jesus made a surety of a better testament. This is Christ is brought to the world, the heavenly priesthood. This is why we are a royal priesthood. We're a royal priesthood. Because our priest is a priest after the order of Melchizedek of heaven. The priesthood of heaven. The priesthood of the heaven where God resides. And Christ as Messiah came from that world to bring God to this world and to bring the life eternal life of that world to the children of God in this world and he is a priest in heaven the high priest the highest there is no higher and he has made us a royal priesthood this is why we are different we are priests God has given us his Holy Spirit God has given us everything and as priests we have a duty we bring God to the people and we bring the people to God so we bring God to man in our our preaching and we bring man to God through our prayers a royal priesthood we'll be right back Does this corrupt monetary system give you a whack to the head or a poke in the eye? Call Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592. That's 800-951-0592. Don't be a stooge. Buy gold and silver today.
At Life Choices, we are helping women and men choose life and create stable futures for their children. You can help avoid the loss of another life by going to lifechoices.org or call 303-651-2050, extension 116, and donate. Make a difference and be a part of God's work by creating a better future for kids and families. Lifechoices.org or 303-651-2050, extension 116. Hi listeners, Jack here. The Hunting and Sportsman Gun Show is Northern Colorado's premier event in 2021. These shows feature dozens of vendors that guarantee the best selection of guns and ammo in Northern Colorado, from the Loveland Outlet Mall to Island Grove Park in Greeley. For show dates, locations, or table reservations, visit peshows.com. That is peshows.com. While you're out, visit Harsh Outdoors at 600 Oak Avenue in Eaton, Colorado. They carry a full line of ATVs, UTVs, mowers, trimmers, sprayers, and chainsaws from Husqvarna, DR, Generac, and EasyGo. Whether you have a half an acre or 1,000, they carry the equipment you need. They always have a full line gun store with lots of firearms, ammo, safes, and accessories. Check out HarshOutdoors.com. That's HarshOutdoors.com. Backyard or back 40, Harsh Outdoors has got you covered. Hi, this is Ron Tafoya, owner of New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners, family owned and operated since 1970. We use the latest non-toxic green cleaning systems and state-of-the-art tensioning units to assure a quality and consistent finish. Located in Severance and Fort Collins, from wedding gowns to sleeping bags, we do it all. For info and directions, call us at 970-775-0623. Again, 970-775-0623. It is not because men have made laws that life, liberty, and property exist. On the contrary, it is because life, liberty, and property existed beforehand that men made laws in the first place. What then is law? It is the collective organization of the individual right to lawful defense and punishing injustice. Frederick Bastiat, The Law. So, now we are done with hour one. I just almost got through Hebrews chapter seven, and uh, I do want to get to it. So, just to quickly, the royal priesthood. God, Christ brought God and the knowledge of his father, theology, to mankind. He brought the reality of the kingdom of heaven and that reality to man. He brought the knowledge of an eternity with God to man. And he came and brought mankind to God. He did two things. He brings man to God, brings God to man, and man to God. That's what a priest does. That's what our simply what God, as a royal priesthood, this is what we do. We have the very God of eternity 
We have an endless life. He's in us. And we are to do the same thing. I want to let you know that these programs are archived on the podcast here at 1360KHNC.com. And then you go to the podcast section and then to the uh, Olive Tree programs. During the week, I also host The Present Truth. Monday through Thursday from 2 to 3. My contact information is a P.O. Box. It is uh, Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, 80502. I'm going to finish out the last verses of Hebrews chapter 7 in the next hour. Then we're going to go into, this was Hebrews chapter 7. Now we're going to go into he, to Matthew chapter 7. We have been called to be judges. We have been called to be witnesses. We are observing the evil in the world today. And in the future, we are going to be asked to do what Moses did during the time when the Egyptians would not let the children of Israel go. We, the two witnesses of Revelation chapter 11, the two corporate people, born-again people, gifted people, gifted with all of the gifts of the Holy Spirit, gifted with the power of the Holy Spirit, gifted with the uh, eternal life of Almighty God dwelling within us, we're going to bring the plagues and judgments on this earth that they are bringing on the earth today. The children of the devil are bringing plagues and judgments and hardships well God is going to just like God did with Moses Moses brought plagues upon Egypt and we are going to bring plagues upon Babylon the Great I'm just letting things go little by little to give you an understanding so you come back in about 6-7 minutes we'll be back Due to the responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now. Buy it now. To buy our fine, my kind CBD products, just go to the website, 1360khnc.com. Click on the shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Worben. What are expected to be numerous clinics around the state offering COVID injections for kids have started popping up. Kind of like mind blown. Like, this is really happening. This is really, really happening. Now that elementary school kids like that young man can get inoculations against COVID-19, the state's trying to get creative with where the shots are administered. They're shooting for family-friendly locations for vaccine sites. So Saturday, hundreds of children got their injections started at the Denver Zoo. This one just tickled. All it did was tickle. So I want to be free from COVID. I've had it once and never again, never again, never. Organizers say they ordered extra doses ahead of that clinic, expecting demand to be high. The goal was to give injections to almost 1,000 kids Saturday. And the zoo clinic also had adult shots available if any moms and dads hadn't yet gotten theirs or boosters. I'm Jim Williams. 
a Coloradan sentenced for taking part in the January insurrection at the Capitol. Many see it as not much in the way of punishment. Glenn Wesley Croy of Colorado Springs, the first person from the state to be officially sentenced. He gets just two weeks in jail and three years probation for his guilty plea to a misdemeanor offense. Croy apologized and said he was, in his words, an idiot. It was a big day and night of college football Saturday. The CU Buffs and Oregon State made it entertaining for the homecoming crowd in Boulder. The Beavers had to hit a 60-yard field goal, one of the longest of all time, to send the game to overtime, and they did. Then they kept it going back and forth. They were still tied at the end of the first overtime, so there was a second. The Beavers missed a field goal, then the Buffs got a chance for a 43-yarder, and they made it. You can get an explosive play each drive. You, you can put yourself in position and get some points. So um, we can be better in that aspect. They've been doing a good job getting the ball to our guy. That's the Broncos' Teddy Bridgewater talking about potentially seeing some explosive plays today against the Cowboys in Dallas. Of course, today is the start of a new era as Denver begins life without Von Miller. I'm Ted Werbin. Are you planning for retirement? When planning for retirement, it's important to include a plan for when it's time to stop driving. When you choose to use public or nonprofit transit services as part of your retirement plan, you are offered senior discounts and are choosing a safe, comfortable alternative to driving, utilizing trustworthy providers. For a list of public and nonprofit transit providers in Colorado and to learn when it's time to stop driving, visit olderwiser.org, olderwiser.org. American Financing is the lender you want on your side when it comes to buying a home. From custom home loans to competitive rates and everything in between, you can trust them to find you the best deal. They're local to Colorado and they partner with some of the best real estate agents around. Call 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. Or visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. By now, you know how good CBD can be for you. But here are some things CBD can't help you with. Those annoying calls about your car's warranty expiring. Gay frogs. Or racist cows. Climate coaches. Or that undying devotion to Alex Jones. This has been a friendly reminder from your friends at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. The creation of the cell phone has been an incredible technological advancement with many conveniences. At the same time, it became the largest vulnerable device the world has ever seen and destroys any privacies you think you may have. At any given time, multiple governmental agencies or hackers can be listening to your cell phone calls or intercepting your texts. Because of this invasion of privacy, the defense enabling and assisting framework known as DEF was developed to keep your personal and digital cell phone transmissions protected. To learn more, visit us at defprotection.com. That's defprotection.com. Make sure your calls, texts, and all digital transmissions are cloaked at all times. That's defprotection.com. Remember, privacy is freedom.
Hi, this is Steve Pardue, Ramsey Auto Group. My partner, Mike Ramsey, and I, we're at 6310 West 10th Street, Greeley, Colorado. RamseyAG.com, 970-443-5654. We are the working man's friend. We are a Christian-based company, and we believe in taking care of our customers even more than selling the vehicle. Come see us anytime. We specialize in large trucks and SUVs, and we do recondition our cars to a fault. 970-443-5654, RamseyAG.com, Ramsey Auto Group. Outside of town and the sound of that good gospel beat Sits a ragged tent Where there ain't no trees And that gospel group Sweat, he walks in. Eyes black as coal, and when he lifts his face, every year in the place is on. salvation show I'm telling you I'm prophesying to you there will be a time when God is going to have us speak and I thank God in the scripture it says the valleys are going to shake and the children of the devil are going to see the power of God like they've never seen the power of God before the whole world God brings tribulation to those that, that uh, cause us trouble and grief. God brings them tr tr uh, uh, tribulation. And what's God going to bring to them? He's going to bring to them great tribulation. You think the tribulation is just for we the Christians? No. The tribulation is going to be to the whole world. It's going to be upon the children of the devil, upon the people that hate God. Not just the Christians. Yes, they're going to bring tribulation on us. But God is going to also bring doubly tribulation back to them. Can I prove it? Double unto her double. Double unto her double. Yes. God is going to bring double unto these wicked children of the devil. These people in power in the governments of the world. They think they have power? No. The Bible says they have no power other than what God gives them. Whatever God has given them, that is from God. Antichrist, his power is allowed by God. He has no power in himself. He should never have been born. Judas Iscariot should never have been born. But in God's eternal plan, they had to be. 
like it says in Romans, that uh, yes, we have to wait while the evildoers do evil. God gives us the grace to just wait. But there are vessels for glory and vessels for destruction. Thank God we who have been born again, we are not vessels for destruction. We're vessels of glory. Great glory. Glory unimaginable. Okay, I'm going to finish. Hebrews, in the first hour, I've been going through Hebrews chapter 7, talking about Melchizedek, and talking about Christ being the reality of Melchizedek, the one with an endless life. We have received the one with an endless life, and now we have eternal life also. I'm going to finish out with this chapter. Verse 23, talking about Melchizedek and the priests in the uh, Levitical priesthood. And those priests truly were many because they were not allowed to continue. They were not uh, suffered. They were not allowed to continue by reason of death. In other words, they would die. But this man, because he continueth forever, this reality of Melchizedek, this high priest, this priest, this heavenly priest, a priest ordained forever after the order of Melchizedek by an oath. Those priests were made without an oath, but he with an oath by him who said unto him, The Lord swore and will not repent. Thou art a priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. For such a high priest who is befitting for us, holy, undisposed to harm, undefiled, separated from sinners, and made higher than the heavens, who needs not, as those high priests, to offer up sacrifice daily, first for his own sins and then for the people's. For this he did once when he offered up himself. Christ offered himself up for our sins, willingly, he was not forced. He was not coerced. Mankind didn't do anything that God did not already plan. And Christ said, I lay down my life. No man takes it from me. So no one took his life. He laid it down. The people who crucified him believe they took it from him. But no, the Bible says he laid it down. He allowed it. He gave himself up to be a sacrifice one time for man's sins never have to happen again it was a one time event or one time uh, yeah, I guess event one time verse 28 for the law makes man high priests who have infirmity but the word of the oath which came since the law maketh the Son who is consecrated forevermore. Maketh the Son who is consecrated forevermore. 
this is the high priest that we have. This is our high priest. Now, with today's program, uh, I had in the previous two weeks gone through verses out of Corinthians, and uh, mainly last week out of Corinthians, the week before out of the book of Acts. And these are on podcast. I wished I had the time. I need six hours to just go through them, start to finish. But you can't handle that. You can handle the truth, but you can't handle having the truth for six hours straight. That's why, through modern technology, all these programs are archived on the podcast section at 1360khnc.com to the Olive Tree Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry program. So everything is archived. I just hope that everyone can uh, is able to get to the podcasts. And if not, find somebody that can help you get to them. I wish there were a way. It used to be at the station, they would actually put out tapes, cassette tapes. I don't know if they ever did CDs, but cassette tapes for sure. It's just so time-consuming. But anyhow, wished we. I hope you can get these on podcast. Now we're going to go Matthew seven. Then also in the last couple of three weeks, I have talked about a scenario in Psalm chapter 82. And the scenario was that Elohim, the God of heaven, the God of creation, the God of eternity, Elohim, he had a conference. He had a meeting. He called all of the smaller Elohim, smaller gods, and he called them gods. Not God in the sense that he is God, but in the sense that they are powers, they are rulers, they're authorities, they have jurisdictions over the world. One of the names of one of these Elohim is the Prince of Persia, or he's known as the Prince of Persia. Another one of the Elohims would be, you could say, Gog of the land of Magog, which is the chief chief ruling spirit, in my understanding, of Russia. Then you have the ruling god of the Americas, which is, his name is Amera. Uh, Amaru, Amaru, or the god that the Quasicodal, the Incas, they worshipped, and they called him, uh, I believe it was Amaru, and the name meant the land of the plumed serpent. This depiction was specifically to uh, apply to the United States of America, the land of the plumed serpent. This is the world, the land that we dwell in. 
We Americans are in the land of the plumed serpent, a spirit that rules over this nation. I think another name could be called Babel or confusion. And confusion has another name in the Old Testament called Rahab. Not the Rahab that saved the spies from death and hid them, but Rahab, a spirit that it may be believed opened the channel for the children of Israel to leave Egypt and come through the sea to the wilderness. In those studies, I began to realize that Rahab may be the, the chief ruler of the winds of the heavens. The winds that causes tempests, heavy rains, the seas to rage. But God calls these Elohim, who are gods, who are powers, and He tells them, He rebukes them, He scolds them, he tells them, why don't you help the afflicted, the needy and the poor, and the fatherless? Why don't you? You were created holy as angels. Your duty was to take care of mankind. But why don't you take care of the needy, the uh, orphans, the afflicted? Why don't you take care of them? And then he says something interesting. He says, why do you protect the wicked? Why do you protect the evil people, the evildoers, the wicked, the people that cause harm and murder, anguish, uh, persecution, death, hardship? Why don't why do you protect these people that do all this evil? I don't need to name names. You look at the names in the press, in the pharmaceutical world, in the world of virology, in the world of economy, in the world of the defense departments. And God says to these spirits, these Elohim, why do you protect the evil people? Why do you protect these people? Well, now we're going to go into Matthew chapter 7. God, God's desire is that His people get an overview. And with that overview and understanding of how the powers in the air that Paul talks about in Ephesians chapter 6. We're not wrestling against flesh and blood. We're wrestling against powers in the heavens. Spiritual forces. Invisible, intelligent, powerful forces that have authority. This is why God Paul or David calls them Elohim in the same sense, in the same 
kind of, of a uh, thought as God himself. God can move weather. Well, these creatures can move weather, these, these spirits. God can perform miracles. And these things perform miracles also through that world of witchcraft, sorcery, magic. People think, well, magic is its a farce. No. The Bible says that magic, voodoo, curses, they're very real. Demon possession, real. You can't get away from it. There were, there were whole societies in the time of the Amalekites. The whole society was taken over by spirits. And not just little demons, but even by Nephilim. This is why God commanded Israel go into those nations and kill everything. Even the cattle, the sheep, the animals, everything. And the children of Israel didn't do it the time of uh, Samuel I think it was there were the Canaanites a culture taken over by spirits you look at the ancient Egyptians to a great degree with all of the occult you can go back and look at all of the Egyptian artifacts. Everything was in the occult. Babylon, ancient Babylon. Even within ancient Israel, you go back to Greece, to Rome. Well, that's in the past. Let's come to the United States of America, to a, a, a Amaru, to the land of the plumed serpent. Take a satellite shot of Washington, D.C., Laid out, laid out after Masonic symbols. This is a culture that has been quietly being taken over by the occult. It's the land of the plumed serpent. And this serpent cannot allow Christianity to exist in this nation any longer. This is in the scripture. Pastors don't want to talk about it. People in the pulpit, they want to give a nice festive program every Sunday so that people keep coming back to some false hope. No. The children of the devil are at war with the children of God in America. The children of the devil internationally are at war with God's children on every continent and every nation. This is exactly what the Lord said would happen at the end of the world. And what I mean by the end of the world, the time when the door will close on Satan's rule over mankind. 
Satan has a period of time where he will rule the nations. At the very end, as his time of rulership comes to an end, he gets very aggressive. He begins to send out orders to all these Elohim and the demons that are under their command to go unleash hell upon mankind to unleash every form of evil and wickedness upon the nations of the world and the attack will be more focused on Christianity true Christianity and then within Christianity it will be focused even more on a group of people that have been faithful to God the principle would be that with the children of Israel with the temple the closer you got to the temple in a sense the more holy you were then you become a Levite now you're on the temple grounds and you're on holy ground so to speak but then as you start to get even closer into the temple like to the outer court you have to become even more holy then once you get to the point where you're in the vicinity of the Holy of Holies now there were fewer people and these people were even more godly that was to be the principle so let's just take that principle and say that's the principle it is the same within the body of Christ there are those in the general Levites on the vicinity of the temple grounds and then you move toward the Holy of Holies you have fewer people as you get into closer to the outer court even fewer in the vicinity of the Holy of Holies even fewer but there's another principle the closer you get to the Holy of Holies the people that were the Levites, the priests that were in close to the Holy of Holies, these priests, they think, well, they're just priests. They're wearing robes and garments and they're walking around and they're out of shape and they're overweight. And No. The closer you got to the Holy of Holies, the greater the army and more powerful and more equipped the army was. The people that guarded that tight vicinity were the most whatever could get through the other areas around the temple mount or, or around that area in the vicinity of the temple what the Levites without they were all all the Levites were, were skilled at war what got through past them as they got closer to the temple and the Holy of Holies the priests were even more skilled more vicious more brutal more powerful and they were more you might say that the spirit of the prophet is subject to the prophet they were going to guard that temple at all costs life was no issue was not a matter 
they would at all costs guard the Holy of Holies. In the body of Christ, it's exactly the same principle. There are those who will, and I'll go back to, to Revelation chapter 11, there will be those that God has put His Spirit upon that will, I guess you could say, defend the name of Almighty God. And not just the name of Almighty God, but they're there to defend God's Almighty army. God's Almighty people. God has an army. A great army. A great people. The pastors of the land, if they can understand that we are at the end of the world and that God will have a group, a prophetic group, an apostolic group. And I don't, I'm not talking about these moves out there with the new apostolic reform movement. I'm not talking about that. This, this, there's a lot of uh, just uh, deception in that world. I'm talking about people that uh, people don't even know about that are out there waiting for the command. They're hidden by God. But little by little, they're going to be brought out. And they know the things of God, the ways of God, and the power and authority of God Almighty. We'll be right back. Hi everybody, Glenn Tate, co-host of Prepping 2.0. Shelby Gallagher here. Join us Saturdays at 9 a.m. Right here on 1360 KHNC. Where we bring you great ideas to take your preps to the next level. Happy Trails Pet Spa and Resort. All the comforts of home and world-class pet care. 30 services available. Daycare and boarding to belly rubs and massages. We have immediate availability. Ultra clean and safe with individual suites and webcams. Book now and mention KHNC and get a 5% discount. Happy Trails Pet Spa and Resort for dogs and cats. Just off I-25 and Crossroads. Northern Colorado's place for pets. Call us at 970-663-PAWS. That's 970-663-7897. Hello? Went home inspection? I think I have a problem. Boy, we're on the case. Look, Watson, up there by the door frame, a crack in the plasterboard. We need to investigate further. Perhaps the crawl space, Mr. Holmes. Yes, carry on. Aha! It's the foundation that's cracked. Oh, if this continues, the whole house will begin to fall apart. Leaks in the plumbing, leaks in roofing, cracks in the wall. Do you hear that? It looks like we've sprung a leak already. I'm so glad I called Win Home Inspections. 970-238-8333. Dehebo Tea Club's original pure Pau Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. So it naturally has antifungal, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-infection, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. But maybe more importantly, Dehebo Tea Club's original pure Pau Super Tea builds corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen 
oxygen to develop and cancer happens to die in oxygen. The tea is great for healthy people and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. Dehebo Tea Club's original pure Pouty Arco Super Tea is only $34.95 plus shipping. Order now at DehiboTeaClub.com, 818-610-8088. Dehebo is spelled T-A-H-E-B-O. DehiboTeaClub.com, 818-610-8088. Reasons to own gold, number 37. Who are the people that tell you not to own gold? Bankers, Wall Street, Pinstripe, Bandits, and all the other debt pushers out there. They believe in endless money printing that taxes all of us in the form of inflation. Make sure your wealth is protected by calling the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. Be careful when you're dealing with a conspiracy theorist. You may end up with a whole lot more truth than you're used to handling. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy day. When Jesus walked. Oh, when he walked. When Jesus walked. When Jesus walked. He washed my sins away. Okay, and uh, as we go, continue to go here, I'm going to go through Matthew chapter 7. But, as you get closer to the Holy of Holies, there's going to be more conflict. But, God uses the conflict to empower you, to strengthen you, to, to, to steal you, to... Uh, titanium you to make you what you God intended you to be that you cannot naturally do on your own. Listen, there was a question years ago. Well, I don't know, probably forever. What causes a person to mature? Does the person using his own will to make the decision to put himself in situations to mature him or is it just the environment? Or is it both? Well, I know from experience that there are a lot of things, time, many times, where God arranges the environment for me. I'm in a, in a setting where I'm prospering. It is a good setting. And then something happens, like the economy that's taking place right now. Changes, and it brings hardship to me. And the hardship, I don't like it. But when I understand what God is doing with it, and I can accept it, then I can engage my faith. Paul, the apostle, he was out, and uh, there was a woman who started following these brothers. I think it's in Acts chapter 29. Starts following them. And stating it all day after day, these are men of God. Hear what they have to say. Well, in the back of Paul's mind, he's looking at it. He's observing it. It sounds like God. Looks like God. These people. These. This woman is prophesying that these are men of God, which was true. 
But then he realized it was a spirit. And it was actually mocking. Mocking these guys. And Paul looked at the woman and cast a spirit out. And he left immediately. It took Paul a while to, after observing, he had to observe and watch. He didn't see it right away, but eventually, upon just letting things be, then he was able to realize, okay, I've tested it. I see what this is. Then he took action. Cha things will change in our lives. We have to we wait, we, we immediately react. Oh, I don't like this. And you start squirming and you complain and you curse and you're not happy and you're wondering what the heck, this is the devil. A lot of times it may be the devil. But you have to stop and get a grip, so to speak, and just say, Lord, I had an experience like that this week. I said, Lord, Okay, wait a minute. What about this situation? What about it? And then the Lord gave me the verses there about Paul, how it took him a few days to understand. But then he did understand, and with that, he said, Okay, now he knew what he needed to do. I had to wait, and I said, Okay. And with that, peace came, and I thought, All right. It's a situation I'm not comfortable with, and I'm praying about it. Things have got to change. There is going to be a change, but I'm letting the Lord bring that change. Sometimes the environment does more to help us mature than our actually making a decision to do this or do that. I know that God's hand, sovereign hand, is always moving in our lives and I think that really we don't know which direction to go a lot of times in, in, in the matters of, of spiritual things and it has to be the hand of God to <clears throat> put us in a situation that's uncomfortable we realize what it's all about and then we begin to uh, to uh, mature in that area alright now we're going to be judges Matthew chapter 7 the, king, the constitution of the kingdom of heaven the third chapter 5, 6 and 7 do not judge judge not that you be not judged for with what judgment you judge, you shall be judged. And with what measure you meet, it shall be meted to you again. He's not saying, don't judge. It's not what he's saying. He's saying, be careful how you judge. We have to make judgments. But we have to make sure that our judgments are accurate, are correct. But he's not saying, don't judge. And I hear this so many times from young Christians well don't don't judge man don't judge no 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 wait a minute if I see something that's evil and I made a judgment that it's evil well I don't need to accept it evil is evil but I have to be careful like 
with other people, somebody doing something that I I may not like, may not agree with, I have to be careful. But if I know that what they're doing or the direction they're going to go, that witchcraft is involved, I've already judged it. And at that point, I'll let them know. For with what judgment you judge, it shall be judged without measure. With what measure you meet, it shall be measured unto you. So, if I judge harshly, I'm going to be harshly judged. If I judge righteously, I'm going to be righteously judged. Why do you behold the mote that is in your brother's eye, and consider not the obstruction, the great freeway of chaos in your own eye? How will you say to your brother, let me pull the mote out of your eye, when behold, there's an obstruction in your eye, and you have blurred vision? Hypocrite, first take care of the blurriness, the obstruction in your eye, and then you'll see clearly to cast out the moat out of your brother's eye. When we're young, we are quick to just assume that we have the ability to make judgments and the experience to make judgments and we really don't but as time goes on as we get older we're able to begin to see more clearly and make judgments more accurately this is where the body of Christ is headed to look at situations that are evil to assess and then to pray and then begin to pray that uh, God I don't know how to phrase it I guess I go back to Revelation chapter 11 we see the evil taking place in the world the punishment that is going to that should come to these people that are causing all this hardship upon mankind and death they're not going to be the children of the devil the children of the world are going to take care of the children of the world they're not going to there's going to be no justice and the justice many times has to come by the hand of God indirectly or directly upon them but in the Old Testament, the prophets were God's judges. And the prophets knew by the Spirit of God when it was time to bring judgments and what kind of judgments were to come. This is where God is taking the body of Christ to bring us into a, a place where we can look at the situation to make judgments and then we can proclaim punishments. I'm telling you, it's in Revelation chapter 11, the two witnesses, not two individual people, two corporate people. This is what the forces of darkness, 
This is what the Elohim, the little Elohim, this is what they fear. This is what the devil fears. This is what the demons fear. Give not that which is holy unto the dogs. There are some things that are holy. Dogs are not believers. Don't give your holy things to unbelievers. They're dogs. Preach the gospel. But your your testimony your, or your uh, what God gives you that is holy, you keep it to yourself. Neither cast your pearls before the swine. What is holy comes from God like revelation, revelations. Many people I, I hear say to people that are not Christians, God is, God is making me a great person or God is going to do this or this or this. These people laugh at you. What God has told you, you keep it to yourself unless it's to another believer, believer that you can trust, that you know would understand it. Don't give what is, don't cast your pearl before the swine. Pearls indicate transformation. You've been transformed. And you have a great experience where God has done a great miracle in your life and you've overcome something. Don't give it to the swine. Again, unbelievers. They'll laugh at you, mock you, and trample you underfoot. And they'll turn again and they'll rend you. I guess another word for rend and experience would be mock you. Verse 7. Now we start to get into deep, deep areas here where simple as they may be, what I'm going to present to you is extremely profound. Ask, it shall be given you. Seek, you shall find knock it shall be opened unto you Matthew 7 7 ask it shall be given to you seek you shall find knock it shall be opened to you there have been times where I didn't know what to do directions to take so I just asked the Lord well I didn't ask him one time today and then tomorrow I ask him again three days out I ask him a third time no I pestered him. Lord, what do I do? Lord, what do I do about this situation? What do I do? What do I do? I'm asking. I'm seeking you. I'm knocking. And I mean, it was like an hour by hour thing because I needed an answer because of a hardship. I was working for a company, doing well, very well top salesman for the company my sales were were taking care of the operation in Colorado and the operation in Texas it was a big operation and I was in the oil field industry up here selling oil field tubulars and I was able to get contracts for somebody drilling five wells another ten wells and then a contract for fifty wells and it was and Texas was dead. There wasn't much drilling going on there, but there's a lot of there was much drilling in the DJ Basin. And so something happened. The guy that uh, 
was kind of running and overseeing the operation, wanted all my clients. So he arranged some things with the office down in Dallas to get me fired. So I needed to know, Lord, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? Do I sit and fight, stand and fight? Do I just say, okay, what do I do? So I'm fellowshipping with friends, and I'm praying, Lord Jesus, what do I do? I'm seeking you on this matter. What do I do? I'm knocking. What do I do? This is over the course of about two or three days. Lord, for everyone that asks, receives. He that seeks, finds. To he that knocks, it shall be opened. This is the promise. You want to name it and claim it? Well, this is a promise. If you ask, if you seek, if you knock, you will receive, you will find, the door will be opened. And the Lord, finally, I told the people, I said, all right. I said, my clients, my list was top. I didn't even know that I'd been the top salesman for, for four months. Didn't know that. Because the guy I worked with was such a criminal, he didn't let me know because he was so envious. And then I find out from some of my customers that he's coming to talk to them, asking them if there's anything he can do for them. And they call me up and say, hey, you've got a guy here. He's uh, trying to pretty much take your accounts. So I had to complain to the main office. Well, the guy was a slick. He was a uh, real slick. But I asked the Lord, what do I do? Lord said, you go ahead, walk away. I'll, I'll deal with it. So the boss came up, the owner and the vice president, and I told him, okay, the man that you decided to keep, number one, he's a thief. Number two, he's a liar. Number three, he's a an actor. He learned, he's from California, he learned how to act. And number four, you decided to pick someone who's watching the business, protecting the business, and putting in the hands of somebody that has already taken $70,000 from you, and he's going to take more. But okay. They gave me a check. I walked away. They hired a group of people to take my position, but I walked away. A year later, the business closed down, shut down in Texas, in Colorado. Everybody lost their job. Thank God I was free and I had gone on to better things. God knows what is best. Everyone that asks receives. He that seeks finds. To him that knocks the door shall be opened. What man of you, whom if his son asks bread, will he give him a stone? Are you asking for bread? Bread can, I mean, it can come in anything, not just food. Are you asking for bread? Will he give him a stone? Or if he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them 
that ask him will be back. This is Carter, bail agent at ASAP Bail Bonds. We now have a radio show. Tune in every Sunday at 2 to 3 to learn the truth about bail. Feel free to give us a call anytime for free bail information. 970-378-7878. We want you to know the truth about the rise in crime. Tune in every Sunday at 2. Do you need your fireplace clean? Not sure if your fireplace is working right or not sure if the fireplace is efficient? Call Abundant Flame at 970-966-0217 to schedule your appointment. We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-ins, pellet stoves, wood fireplaces, and electric fireplaces. Visit us at Abundant-Flame or call 970-966-0217. Hi, I'm Joey DeQuint, and I'm here to help you protect and build your wealth so you and your family can live your best life no matter what the world throws at you. Great. Another financial guy telling us to sell our gold and silver. Nope, not with me. I encourage hard assets, and I know a great place to buy gold and silver. Well, I'm sure you operate with high fees and commissions. Just the opposite. We pride ourselves with some of the lowest fees and commissions in the industry. Most financial guys are only interested in what they want to sell and don't want to listen to our customers, and we have some of the most educated listeners in the country. And once they make the sale, we never hear from them again. Not with me. I grow with my customers and check with them every quarter to ensure all of their goals are being met and to make sure that they have all the coverage they need as their life changes. Do you handle life and long-term care insurance as well? You bet we do. And the younger you are, when you get this coverage, the lower the cost. I'm Joe Jaquin, and I'm not just Joey's dad. I'm his client. When it comes to your financial well-being, deal with a name you can trust. Call Joey at 602-909-9048 or email joey.jaquin at nm.com. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com. When dealing with a worldwide pandemic, remember to avoid, distance, and alienate yourself from friends, family, and neighbors. That way, when the crisis is over, no one will ask you to help them move, to borrow money, or bother you for a cup of sugar ever again. After all, who needs community anyway? This has been a public service announcement. Have a lonely, I mean lovely day. Well, hour two is finished. So, uh, like I was finishing out with these verses here. For everyone who keeps on asking, I'm sorry, verse 8. No, verse 9. What man is there who, if he asks, if his son asks bread, will he give him a stone? Or if he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent? If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father, which is in heaven, give good things to them that ask him? 
these verses are for children. These are the verses that lay the foundation of your Christian life. This is not just a verse to remember to quote. It's an, a verse that's got to be your experience. And now in the where we're headed, you need even more. You're going to have to ask even more. You're going to have to seek even more. You're going to have to knock even more. These are things that lay a foundation for you. These foundations that you lay now are important for your future. So, God is not going to give you a stone. He's not going to give you a serpent. He's going to give you what you ask for. If you, being evil, know how to give good gifts unto your children, how much more shall your Father which is in heaven give good gifts to them that ask Him? Therefore all things whatsoever you would that man should do to you, even ye, do ye even so to them, for this is the law and the prophets. So, the podcasts are on khn1360khnc.com and the contact information is P.O. Box 872 Longmont, Colorado 80501 Olive Tree Ministry P.O. Box 872 Longmont, Colorado We're going to continue in the next hour and uh Then we're going to finish out chapter 7 of Matthew. There are floods and winds and rains coming to your lives. They cannot be stopped, avoided. They are coming. And the people of God have to begin to set their foundation in Christ to that your faith will be strong that you will have the scriptures that God gives you that are your go-to scriptures this is one of mine asking, seeking, knocking they have been a foundation for me in the hardest of times asking, seeking, knocking this is a foundation and the winds are coming the rains are coming the floods are coming. They're going to beat against your house and all that you're doing and all that you've built. So we'll be back for hour two. 1360khnc.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to 1360khnc.com shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360khnc.com slash shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. What are expected to be numerous clinics around the state offering COVID injections for kids have started popping up. 
kind of like mind blown. Like, this is really happening. This is really, really happening. Now that elementary school kids like that young man can get their shot, the state's trying to get creative with where they're being administered, shooting for family friendly locations for vaccine sites. On Saturday, hundreds of kids got their shots started at the Denver Zoo. This one just tickled. All it did was tickle. I want to be free from COVID. I've had it once and never again, never again, never. Organizers say they ordered extra doses ahead of the clinic, expecting demand to be high. The goal to give injections to about a thousand kids Saturday. And the zoo clinic also had adult shots available in case any moms and dads hadn't yet gotten their boosters. After nearly a year, Aspen police remain stumped. Last December, someone sabotaged natural gas lines there, leaving hundreds of locals and guests without heat for three days in early winter. The Aspen Times is now reporting police are putting that investigation on the back burner because they can't figure out who did it. The culprits wrote Earth First on some pipes that were vandalized, but no one tied to the radical environmental group of that name ever took credit for shutting down the gas lines. Investigators initially thought it was a targeted attack on Aspen, but almost 11 months later, they're just out of leads in the case. I'm Jim Williams. A Coloradan's been sentenced for taking part in the January insurrection at the Capitol. Many see it as not much in the way of punishment. Glenn Wesley Croy of Colorado Springs, the first person from the state to officially be sentenced. He gets just two weeks in jail and three years probation. The Nuggets played the Houston Rockets Saturday afternoon at Ball Arena, escaping with a 95-94 win. The final play, reigning NBA MVP Nikola Jokic, blocking a potentially game-winning Rockets layup at the buzzer. I'm Ted Werbin. Twas the night before Christmas and... There's no time for poems. Santa is coming. He's coming here? Of course. Santa never misses Christmas at Gaylord Rockies. Hurry, check the speed of the snow tubing hill at Glacier Point. Taste the treats over at the gingerbread decorating corner. Oh, make sure the Cirque Dreams holidays performers perfect their flips. How many pounds of snow do we have? Uh, three million. What about the new event? All 12 interactive challenges in Mission Safe Christmas featuring Elf are ready to go. Come see so much Christmas. Tickets and overnight packages at christmasatgaylordrockies.com. American Financing is the lender you want on your side when it comes to buying a home. From custom home loans to competitive rates and everything in between, you can trust them to find you the best deal. They're local to Colorado, and they partner with some of the best real estate agents around. Call 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. Or visit AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Finding it hard to buy high-quality beef that supports local ranchers and doesn't break the bank? Look no further, because High Country Custom Beef is your local beef partner. From the Ely Ranch northwest of Steamboat Springs, backed by the experience of five generations of cattle ranchers, you can buy high-quality Angus beef direct from us, the ranchers. Lock in today's lower prices before October 15th in bulk packages or box sets at hccbeef.com. That's hccbeef.com. High Country Custom Beef. There's a little log cabin nestled in the Colorado Rockies, cozy, secluded, and it's just for pets. Happy Trails Pet Spa and Resort. No bipeds allowed. Happy Tails, I mean trails. Pet Spa and Resort is all the comforts of home with the luxury of a spa and resort. The 35 services available, from basic boarding to bed buddies and belly rubs to massage therapy. Uh, beware, though, this kind of treatment may change your dog's personality. When you end up bringing him the Sunday paper to read, don't say we didn't warn you. Oh, you just need a warm-up spike? Happy Trails Pet Spawn Resort is the gold standard for pet lodging and boarding. 
ultra clean and safe and upscale with individual suites with TV, webcam, private backyard, even patio homes. And 24-hour on-site care, a first for Northern Colorado. Call right now for a complimentary day of boarding plus a free shampoo. 663-PAWS, 663-PAWS. Happy Trails Pet Spawn Resort for dogs and cats off I-25 and Crossroads just north of Centera. Does Enviro Shapes Concrete do driveways? We do it! Does Enviro Shapes Concrete do patios? We do it! Does Enviro Shapes Concrete do sidewalks? We do it! Get a hold of Enviro Shapes Concrete at 303-775-7926 or enviroshapes at gmail.com. Welcome back to the third hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. I wanted to mention to the audience that next week I'm going to have a guest. And uh, as time continues to go forward, the gifts of the Holy Spirit that were given to God's church Most believers in America, we don't function using those gifts, that gifting. We don't need to. We don't need continual miracles. We have a medical profession. We had a medical profession. The way that the, whole, the, the Lord is going to take, the Holy Spirit is going to take the churches, is He's going to begin to take His church, once again, deeper into the baptisms of the whole, uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, not the baptism through water, which is vital for the Christian believer to be baptized in water, but the baptism of the Holy Spirit to function, to operate with the gifts upon you, to work together with, synchronized with the Holy Spirit within you, the gifts upon you for healings. For miracles. I'll mention them to you. The word of wisdom. The word of knowledge. The gift of prophecy. The gift of faith. The gift of healings. The working of miracles. The discerning of spirits. Different kinds of tongues. And interpretation of tongues. Or languages. As we go into the future... People who may have stiff-armed this part of the Christian life are going to realize the value that all the gifts that God has given His children, how valuable they are. And within the community that has really, we call it a Pentecostal community, that has uh, pretty much the whole world is in, this, in these nine gifts. They will have to become more holy, 
and more righteous because many in the Pentecostal world have used these gifts that God gives his children for the wrong purposes. Lord, haven't we called on your name? Haven't we cast out spirits in your name? Haven't we performed miracles in your names? And the Lord says, yes, but I didn't ever own you. You caught and caught with the gifts that I've given my people, but I didn't own you. You never consecrated yourselves to me. You just operated in my giftings, but I, I didn't get to grow in you. I didn't get to mature in you. You don't have the deep experiences with me that my people have to have. Yes, my people have to have power for healing, power of discerning of spirits, but also my people, they need to have the most precious thing of all, me. Me as the Holy Spirit growing in you. That's where many in the Pentecostal movement have missed the mark. Christ has never got to go to deeper atmospheres with them. Deeper, deeper, like the Apostle Paul said, knowing Him and the power of His resurrection, that I might know Him and the power of His resurrection. Next week, I have a friend that I met in Las Vegas, Nevada. His name is Ron Perry. And Ron and I, we, I, when I was on the uh, KKVV radio in Las Vegas for almost three years, I, uh, Ron was also, he had programs on the station. He's uh, about 83 now, but he has never stopped. He was ordained to the work of the Lord, as he calls it, and I have studied uh, his life, studied, I have traveled with him. My wife and I were uh, fortunate enough to travel with him for about a year, he and his wife, to different, to California, to Arizona, with him in Las Vegas, to Colorado, to Arizona, to California, to Colorado, to Las Vegas. We were living with there in Las Vegas. We got to be friends. I, uh, we knew his son and his his daughter-in-law. We had made it come out to Colorado. My wife's uh, brother was ill. We came out to be with him. He passed away from cancer. And we moved back to Las Vegas. We stayed with Ron's son and his wife. And we were there one evening, and I believe it was a Saturday night. And Ron had come over to the house, and... Uh, he came in and said hi, greeted everyone, and he, uh, I looked at him and I, and using the gift of the, I'll just put the, pull these out here, using the gift of knowledge, the Lord just told me that Ron is, uh, he's here, but he's not here, he's got something on his mind, so I, I said, well, brother, I said, uh, you you're, you got something on your mind. Something's going on. And he said, well, brother, I have to make some decisions. And I don't know what to do. But so I just, I'm thinking about what, what God is going to have me do. And I said, well, 
if you want, I'll pray with you. God will do prayer. God will show us what, you know, the direction to go. I said, so I'll pray with you if you want. He says, well, okay. He says, uh, when? I said, well, right now. So we walked out into the garage, and we prayed for about three or four minutes. And from that point on, we just had a like spirit. And I was able to, my wife and I were able to travel with him, and I got to look into the Pentecostal church and the reality in holiness and righteousness, the purity of a world that to this very day I know there are these people within the Pentecostal churches that are not strange, odd, weird. They are absolutely top doctrinally uh, still. Uh, there are some things doctrinally, but in their living, you can't, you cannot find an accusation. So with Ron, we, through the years, have stayed in touch. And as I'm moving into these programs, the matter of calling is vital. I'm trying to get to Matthew and finish Matthew chapter 7, but I feel that for next week's program, I should give you an introduction. We're going, the body of Christ is going into this world of the reality of what we would call Pentecostal, but I just call it the reality of the body of Christ functioning with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. You can put a name to it if you want. I don't like to use the word Pentecostal because there's been so much craziness, weirdness in the Pentecostal churches. And uh, so I, I really don't want to say that, but I would say that the body of Christ has to and will move into the world of the gifts of the Holy Spirit in tandem with the power, the resurrection power of the Holy Spirit within. The world, as it gets more evil and darker and more wicked, the children of God have to become more full of light. The path is going to become even straighter. The experience with God is going to become deeper. The authority that God has given His children by the gifts of His Spirit are going to operate more perfectly. If you don't have a hospital to go to and you get sick, it's not going to be by going to see a physician unless you break your arm or you, you, know, you slice your hand open or you get shot. Even then, God can heal that. He can. I have proof of that. Before I move on, I'll just tell you. There was a book years ago, back in the 80s, called Banya. A young Russian boy joins the military. He's a Christian and he's a mechanic and he's a driver and he's persecuted severely. He was Jewish. Vanya. A truck, he's underneath a truck and this, it was a troop transport and it fell upon his shoulder, crushed his shoulder. 
There's nothing they could do for him. He was going to, they couldn't operate. He just, nothing they could do. He was crushed so severely. But in the evening, he began to pray the Psalms with the consciousness that he barely, he was barely conscious, but he was able just to proclaim the word, the Psalms. And then he fell asleep. Doctors came in the morning. He was totally 100% healed. This has got to be and is going to be, I prophesy to you, in the name of the Lord God Almighty. This is going to be the future of the children of God that know God. In the name of the Lord, I prophesy this to you. It will come to pass. This is his plan. This is what he's going to do. But now, with you, you're going to have to ask, seek, and knock. If you want to be godly and holy, now is the time. If you want to wait till later, when the hardships really began to become godly, well, that's your choice. I would suggest, and wisdom would state, begin now. Begin now to exercise unto godliness. Begin now. Don't wait till then. Begin now while things are somewhat stable. This is stable compared to what's coming. The economy, our world, is stable. What's coming will be unstable. We're in the time of sorrows and birth pains. This is the time. We are inching into the time, closer to the time of the tribulation. I'm admonishing you, listeners, Listen to what I'm telling you. I say, I prophesy in the name of the Lord God Almighty, things are not going to get better. We are inching toward the tribulation. The Bible says it. I stand on what the Bible says, not on my intellect, not on anything other than I know what God is speaking to the world. The children of the devil have taken over the power positions of mankind internationally, globally. They'll never step out of that power structure. They are there to stay. The only threat they have are the born-again believers and the people of the world that are that by the even the Spirit of God upon the unbelievers to direct them on what to do to resist. And we, we don't have to resist. We're going to have to proclaim the punishments to come before, before God just takes over and begins to bring punishments on the world because He has that right. You have time to ask, seek, knock to build a foundation to set your foundation to get it set the winds the rains and the floods are coming they are coming there are the the breezes are have already begun it began when the corruption that put in the present person in power in this country that was a great sign to the world. 
the people in the nations, the prime ministers, the presidents, these people of the nations, they know through their intelligence communities, they know what happened at this last election. They know who won the election. They know Donald Trump won. They know that the person that is in power was not the one elected. He was the one put in unlawfully. We in America, because we're inside, we are trying to get a grip. But Macron, Boris, uh, Johnson of England, Merkel of Germany, soon to be gone, Putin of Russia, Xi Jinping of China. These people know what happened, and the Christian people don't. But the winds are already starting. The birth pains have begun. So now is the time for God's people to begin to make a decision to come out of and ask God, Holy Spirit, if I'm deceived, open my eyes. Holy Spirit, I don't have the strength. I don't have, I'm, if, I'm, if you're full of fear, just it's a spirit on your mind. Break the power of that spirit. You can do it. Rebuke the spirit of fear in the name of Jesus Christ. And ask the Lord to help you to build this foundation and you won't be shaken. Okay. Now, with the brother that I'm going to have on next week, this brother, his whole life, he has lived a godly life and God has, he has functioned with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. I don't want to say too much about him. I could go on for the rest of the hour just talking about things that he, we have discussed. But I'm going to let him present that world that he's been a part of to you. He'll get to present it. I've never, <clears throat> I've, I've met many Pentecostal people that are the finest. They are the most given. And I have met some Pentecostals that are, I don't know what the word is, they are flakes. They're just flakes. They're wannabes. They're arrogant. They're narcissistic. They know it all. They fight each other to take positions of authority the, the, the uh, front seats. There's no humility. So I've met both. But thank God that he has he has uh, I'm sorry I am not taking calls today. 
So I just want to let you know that he will be here next week. And I will let him visit with you and show you the world he's been in and give you an understanding of the world that God is bringing to his churches. A godly, a godly. The world is ungodly now. And for the most part, the church is dysfunctional and the church is ungodly. But that's going to change. That's going to change. So, now with Matthew. Verse 15, Beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. They're already in the body of Christ. They're already in the church. There are many people that are already following these people out of California and all over the place, out of Asia. You shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather, do men gather grapes of thorns or figs with thistles? You shall know them by their fruits. Even so, every good tree brings forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree brings forth evil fruit. In the body of Christ, you have these trees that are bringing forth evil fruit. You have these trees that are bringing forth good fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. Neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that brings not forth good fruit is hewn down, cast into the fire. They will be, the axe will be laid to the root. They will come down. They will be cast into the fire. Two types, the fires of tribulation while they're alive and the fires, if they're not born again, into the fires of eternal fire, of Hades. Wherefore, by their fruits, you shall know them. This is a foundational principle. Look at the people you're around. What is their fruit? The pastors, the men that in the body of Christ that are on the pulpit, look at their fruits. This is what Christ is saying. Look at the tree, look at the fruit, make a decision. But you have to make a decision. Not everyone that says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that does the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many of these people in the Pentecostal movement and other movements, they have never allowed Christ to own them. They've never consecrated their lives to Christ. They've enjoyed functioning with the power of the Holy Spirit. Many of them are born again. Well, the coming millennial kingdom, they won't inherit it. They'll be in outer darkness where there's going to be weeping and gnashing of teeth for a thousand years. On the other end of that, that uh, millennial kingdom, they will be in eternity. That's a deep one for you. I don't have time for it, to get into it. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? And in your name cast out demons? And in your name, name done wonderful works? They use the gifts of the Spirit. They're doing these things, casting out spirits. Yes, 
But what does Christ say? I will profess to them. And I will say to them openly, publicly, I never knew you. Depart from me. You who act wickedly have disregarded my commandments. Depart from me. Therefore, whosoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him unto a wise man which built his house upon a rock. Now, these items that he's going to mention now in Matthew, we do not think in terms of physical rain, physical wind, physical floods. Do not think in those terms. This is not what Christ is saying. He's speaking in a much, he's speaking to a spiritual world. The rain descended, the, this rain, these are spirits. The rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew, beat upon that house, it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. All the forces of hell in the time that we're in now are going to come against the body of Christ. The rains, the winds, and the floods. There is a spirit. The spirit that may have been in Egypt called Rahab that blew and parted the waters for the children of Israel to come across on dry ground. Rahab. It means chaos. We're going to talk more about Rahab in just a minute when we finish these verses to show you in the heavens there is a spirit that is in charge of the wind patterns throughout the world. I believe the name of that spirit is Rahab. Chaos. And Christ rebukes it. We'll be back. I told you so. We here at KHNC are looking for new conspiracy theories because all the old ones have become fact. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. What's up, guys? Come check out the Ramsey Auto Group right here in Greeley. They specialize in pre-owned Jeeps, trucks, and sports utility vehicles for the working man. They are working men, they're patriots, and they share our values. The backbone of their business is customer referrals, so they inspect, certify, and guarantee the condition of every vehicle before it leaves the lot. And if you have troubles, they'll make it right. To buy or sell, contact Ramsey Auto Group at 970-443-5654. That's Ramsey Auto Group in Greeley. Hi, right, folks. Brian Kilmeade here. Thanks for listening to my show each weekday from 7 till 9 a.m. Have you heard how much KHNC, the Roar of the Rockies, has grown? Got a new lineup, big signal, and rapidly growing audience. So if you own a business and would like to reach a conservative, patriotic, northern Colorado audience in a very affordable way, contact my buddies, my friends at KHNC, 970-587-5003, or email them at ontheair at khnc.net. That's 970-587-5003. Tell them Brian Kilmeade sent you. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. 
need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont. Or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. Doctors say you should have your colon checked often. I'm not a doctor, but if you don't have your gun cleaned regularly, it'll get filled with crap too. And when it breaks, it could cost you your family. Don't let it happen to you. Go see My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. Give me a call or shoot me a text at 970-776-0258. That's My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. Hello, friends. This is Bradley Dean, show host for the Sons of Liberty. Join me on KHNC 1360 AM every weekday at 8 p.m., Saturdays at 5 to 7 p.m., and Sundays from 6 to 8 p.m. Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, a happy day. Oh, happy day. When Jesus washed. Oh, when he washed. When Jesus washed my sins away. <clears throat> okay, Rahab. Now, the winds and the rains and the floods that are coming. Let's talk about these winds, rains, and floods. Psalms 89. O Lord God, verse 8. O Lord God of hosts, who is a strong Lord, who is strong, Lord, like unto thee? Or who, I'm sorry, or to thy faithfulness round about thee? You rule the raging sea when the waves thereof arise. You make them to be still, to be quiet. You have broken Rahab in pieces as one that is slain. You have scattered your enemies with a strong arm. The heavens are yours. The earth also is yours. As for the world and the fullness thereof, you have founded them. Psalm 89. Psalm 51. Hearken unto me, verse 7. Hearken unto me, you that know righteousness, the people in whose heart is my law. Do not fear the reproach of men, neither be afraid of their revilings revilings for the moth shall eat them up like a garment and the worm shall eat them like wool but my righteousness shall stand I'm sorry but my righteousness shall be forever and my salvation from generation to generation awake awake put on strength O arm of the Lord awake as in the ancient days in the generations of old Art thou not it? Are, are you not it that hath cut Rahab and wounded the dragon? Art thou not it which dried the sea, the waters of the deep, the great deep, who made the depths of the sea away for the ransom to pass over? Was it God that used, allowed this a spirit that controls weather, Rahab? which it says that he wounds, he cuts Rahab. Matthew chapter 8. 
And when he was entered into a ship, his disciples followed him. I'm telling you about Rahab that's coming. The winds, the rains, and the floods. It's a spiritual thing that's coming. And not just physical rains, not floods, not just winds. No. Something deep spiritually. Verse Matthew chapter 8, verse 23. When he was entered into the ship, his disciples followed him. And beheld, behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea, insomuch that the ship was covered with the waves. But he was asleep. And his disciples came to him and awoke him, saying, Lord, save us. We perish. Are we going to be saying the same thing? Lord, save us. We perish. And he said to them, Why are you fearful, O ye of little faith? Then he arose, he rebuked the winds and the sea, and there was a great calm. Was this Rahab that he rebuked? But the man marveled, saying, What manner of man is this that even the winds and sea obey him? Did he just rebu rebuke Rahab? Matthew 14, Amplified. And after he had dismissed the multitudes, he went up into the hills to pray by himself. When it was evening, he was still there alone. But the boat was by this time out of the sea, many furlongs out, in the, out on the sea. Distant from the land, was being beaten and tossed by the waves, for the wind was against them. And in the fourth watch, between 3 to 6 a.m. of the night, Jesus came walking to them on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, It is a ghost. And they screamed with fright. But instantly he spoke to them, saying, Take courage. I am. I am. Stop being afraid. Peter answered, said, Lord, you command me to come to you on the water. Command me to come to you in the water. He said, Come. So Peter got out of the boat, walked on the water, and he came toward Jesus. But when he perceived and felt the strong Rahab, he was frightened. And as he began to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me from death. Instantly, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him, saying unto him, O ye of little faith, why did you doubt? When they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Rahab, I'm just wondering the name of the spirit. And in the boat, they knelt and worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. As these winds and rains and floods coming... We don't know what our, what our, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to turn my phone off here. We don't know what, what is coming, but we're going to worship Him. We are going to worship Him. And as we worship Him, I apologize for that. I had to just, I'm getting too distracted. I'm, I'm like Lester Summerall. If I'm in the middle of something and something distracts me, I completely, totally lose my thought. I just don't have spiritual things like that. The dove flies away. The dove just goes, and I have to wait for it to come back. Mark 4. No, there's going to be a come a, come a time with these winds when we're going to just kneel. When he saves us, we're going to kneel and we're going to worship him. Mark 4. On that same day when the evening had come, he said to them, let us go over to the other side of the lake. 
and leaving the throng, they took him with them just as, just as he was in the boat. The other boats were with him. And a furious storm of wind of hurricane proportions rose. And the waves kept beating onto the boat so that it was ready to become filled. It was becoming filled. But he was in the stern of the boat asleep on a leather cushion. They awoke him and said to him, Master, do you not care that we are perishing? He arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, Hush, be still, be muzzled. And the wind ceased. It sank to rest as if exhausted by its beating. In other words, he rebuked the wind and it was just like a horse that was exhausted. It just wilted. It was just exhausted. He exhausted the wind by the power of his word. Cease, be still, quiet. And immediately a great calm, a perfect peacefulness. He said to them, Why are you so timid and fearful? How is it you have no faith? And they were filled with great awe, feared exceedingly, said one to another, Who this, who then is this, that even the wind and sea obey him? Rahab? Christ knows these spirits. He knows them by name. He knows all of them. Was it Rahab that parted the sea, the Red Sea? Luke 8. One day he got into a boat with the disciples, suggested that they cross to the other shore. So they set off. As they were sailing, he fell asleep. A violent wind swept down on the lake. A violent wind. And the boat began to fill dangerously with water. Master, Master, verse 22, Luke 8, 20, Luke 8, 24. Master, Master, shouted the disciples, coming to wake him up. Master, we're lost. He got up. He scolded the wind. He scolded the wind and the waves. Christ spoke to them as if they were a person. Remember what I said in the first hour about Psalm 82? Elohim, the great Elohim God Almighty, calls the Elohim, the other gods, into a council. And he scolded the Elohim, the spirits, the principalities, the powers, the rulers of the heavens. He scolded them. What's he doing right here? He got up and scolded the winds and the waves. They stopped. There was a flat calm. So where's your faith, he asked them. They were afraid and astonished. Who is this then, they asked one another, if he could give orders to the wind and the water, and they obey him. Now concerning Rahab, continuing, Psalm 87.4, I will make mention of Rahab and Babylon to them that know me. I will make mention of Rahab and Babylon. Now, I believe Psalm 87.4 is talking about the winds and how this spirit Rahab will operate in the United States of America. Oh my gosh. Help me, help me. i got to turn my phone off here. I just... 
sorry. I am so sorry. I am just 100% distracted. What a curse. These, these things are curses and they're blessings all at once. What can I do? Okay, good. Good. It's gone. It's going bye-bye right now. All the beeping is going bye-bye. Cancel? Yes. Okay? Yes. Power off? Yes. Power of the phone off. The power of God. Amen is with us. I will make mention of Rahab and Babylon to them that know me. We know the Lord God Almighty. And we know He is the God of all... What is that going on here? I have my phones off. Huh. No, it can't be. I don't know. It must be something else. Okay. There must be a hidden phone someplace. Psalm 137.1 By the rivers of Babylon... For we sat down, we wept when we remembered Zion. I'm sorry, that's for a different. That's for something different. Uh, okay, now, concerning the fallen angels, Jeremiah 5.22 Do you not fear and reverence me, says the Lord? Do you not tremble before me? I place the sand for the boundary of the sea, a perpetual barrier beyond which it cannot go, which it cannot pass, and by an everlasting ordinance beyond which it cannot go. And though the waves of the sea, Rahab, and though the waves of the sea toss and shake themselves, they cannot prevail against the feeble grains of sand which God has ordained, by nature to be sufficient for his purpose. Though the billows roar, they, yet they cannot pass over the bar barrier. Is not such a God to be reverently feared and worshipped? So with the storms that are coming, what is stated repeatedly, that Christ himself is the one who is in charge of these spirits. He's the one in charge. We have nothing to fear. Is it going to be tough? Yes. Are we going to be victorious over it? Yes. Are we going to have the victories? Yes. Are we going to be triumph triumphant? Yes. Eventually all of us will be. And each one of us are going to have our own storms, winds and floods, rains. But... God is the one who rebukes Rahab. He rebukes the spirit of the air. And there is the Rahab, the spirit in Babylon, which I found very interesting when I read that. I will mention, I will make mention of Rahab and Babylon to them that know me and in Zion it talks about Christ that's where he would be 
that's where he would come from, from Zion. Yes, the earthly Zion, but the heavenly Zion is where God, Christ, would come from. Okay, verse 25 now. And the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat upon that house, and it fell not, for it was founded upon a rock. Everyone that hears these sayings of mine, and doeth them, shall be likened to earth. Everyone that hear, heareth these sayings, I'm sorry, I'm reading sideways from the mic to the screen. Everyone that hears these sayings of mine, and doeth them not, shall be likened unto a foolish man, which built his house upon the sand. The rain descended, the floods came, the winds blew, beat upon that house, it fell, great was the fall of it. So, the wind, the rain, and the flood, these spirits in the air, do not care. The devil doesn't care about his children. The devil uses them and discards them. He takes them to, to, to shield. He uses them, sucks the soul out of them, takes them into eternal fire. And these winds and the rains and the floods are not going to discriminate. They're going to come against those that built their home on a foundation, on a, on a rock. They're going to come against those who built their home on the sand. So, the children of the devil... You sow to the wind, you reap the whirlwind. This is what the Bible says. If you sow to the wind, to Rahab, you will reap the whirlwind. And it came to pass, when Jesus ended these sayings, the people were astonished at his doctrine. For he taught them as one having authority and not as the scribes as one having authority and not the scribes. In the church today, there are those who have authority and there are those that are just like the scribes and don't listen to the ones that are the scribes. Listen to the one who has authority. Listen to the one who has authority. And that one, his name is Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christo. He's the one. You take his word, the constitution of the kingdom of heaven, Matthew chapter 5, 6, and 7. And contemplate rehearse go over and over these verses get them into you ask and it shall be given seek you shall find knock it shall be given for he who asks he who asks finds oh boy I better read that I am totally Yeah. Verse 7, chapter 7, 7. Ask it shall be given to you, seek it shall find, knock it shall be opened to you, for everyone that asks receives, he that seeks finds, to him that knocks it shall be opened. 
What man is there of you who his son asks bread? Will he give him a stone? God is not going to give you a stone. Or if he asks a fish, will he give him a serpent? God will not give you a serpent. Be back. Hi, this is Brett King, Glass Doctor of Greeley, Colorado. 970-616-3100. We take care of all of your home, auto, and business glass needs. Home glass repair, shower doors, mirrors, storefronts, window replacement. Come find us at 6310 West 10th Street in Greeley, Colorado. And uh, don't forget your auto glass and heavy equipment. Again, Brett King, Glass Doctor of Greeley, 970-616-3100. Reasons to Own Gold, number 175. Universal Basic Income where the government just gives people money because they won't be able to live and provide for their families because the dollar has been devalued beyond comprehension while never admitting to inflation. Prosperity never comes from the printing press. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. Hi folks, I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. Did the insurance company divorce your mountain house? Then call Affordable Tree Service North at 970-568-6898. We have over 50 years combined experience in fire mitigation. Let us climb, cut, trim, haul your worries away. We know brokers who specialize in mountain property, and we don't hire no snowflakes. Hey, you're not in this commercial. Again, call Affordable Tree Service at 970-568-6898. That's 568-6898. Socialism, like the ancient ideas from which it springs, confuses the distinction between government and society. As a result, every time we object to a thing being done by government, the socialists conclude we object to it being done at all. We disapprove of state education, and the socialists say we are opposed to any education. Socialism. Frederick Bastiat, The Law. Well, I want to thank everyone for being with me today. I hope I was able to add something to you. That's the purpose of every minister of God's Word, is that something will be added to God's people. That's God's desire. It always has been that I will not give you just... Uh... Oh. Whoopsie. What happened here? that I do okay uh, anyhow that's better I uh, Paul 
in the book of Galatians, the Galatians were talking about some men that were men of God. and They seemed to be somewhat. And Paul thought, well, I'm going to go listen to what they have to say. Paul went to listen to them. And his comment was, they added nothing to me. In their understanding of the gospel, the true gospel, there was nothing new that they added to Paul because Paul was given the gospel. He was the one who presented the real gospel of Jesus Christ to the world. And he said of these men, they added nothing to me. That has got to be the principle with men that are in positions of authority in the, from the pulpit that they add to God's people. What do they add? Knowledge of the scripture, doctrine, theology, eschatology, experience, and the knowledge of who God is in reality. This is what God wants, that these men will declare God and publish His name, His greatness, and His doctrine. That's what God desires. So, next week, my guest will be gone. Will be Ron Perry. I apologize in that last segment for getting distracted. Uh, next week, I'm going to put my phones in another room so I don't get distracted. So, my guest will be Ron Perry. And we're going to look at the world of the gifts and the callings of God upon the lives of God's people. My contact information is P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, 80501. The archived on the podcasts are these programs 1360khnc.com to the podcast section to the olive tree program Monday through Friday Monday through Thursday from 2 to 3 for the present truth I host those programs also God's prophets they understood what was going on in the religious world the secular world, the political world, with economies, with nations, and the plan of God. So, God bless you. God be with you. God break the power of these weapons that are being used against you. May God break them in the name of Jesus Christ. Talk to you next week. Be blessed. KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins.